good evening, and thanks for joining us tonight on Excuse Me, You're in the Way. Tonight, the boys and I will be talking Guilty Pleasures, the songs, shows, and movies that we love to watch when no one's looking. Let's start with Ray. How's it going, man? I'm in the middle of a Star Wars uh, marathon. We're starting from episode one all the way to the rise of Skywalker. I, I saw bits and pieces at work. That's why I came. I was like, yo, we need to all watch it together. Prequel movies I thought were garbage outside of a few moments. But the original trilogy is a classic. The last three movies, even though people are nitpicky, I enjoyed them personally. Mm-hmm. I did feel like there was a lot of similarities through the stories between the original and this. Like they tried to stay close to home without, you know, but still make it a little more entertaining in certain aspects because of the quality of technology. In my personal opinion, the best movie Star Wars period is Rogue One. The only people who haven't seen Star Wars are the people who were in Star Wars. And I'm a true believer that people who don't necessarily love the genre have seen those movies. But they're like you, Johnny. They won't necessarily remember them because they're not fans. Jar Jar Binks is my favorite character. He's bro, Jar Jar Binks, character. nah, nah, bro. He's the stupidest fucking nah, character. Fuck that. I love Jar Jar, bro. He is the Jar-Jar. most pointless <laughs> fucking Jar Jar. <laughs> Jar Jar, my nigga, bro. No good, bitcha, bitcha. I hate Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I'm gonna do that. He's portrayed in a way that makes me uncomfortable. Why? They make him behave speak like an old-time slave but that's kind of what he was wasn't he was he yeah uh, yeah i could have sworn his species were slaves yeah for real yeah. yeah so all slaves talk the same then no i mean that's, that's what i'm saying <laughs> well, Uber well they, they all didn't talk like 12 years a slave what do you think but you can tell that definitely Jar Jar wants to be, to be portrayed like a black person, like a minority, for sure. Yeah. I mean, before him, all we had was Mace Windu and uh, Calrissian, Lando. Brand- Is Windu um, Samuel Jackson? Yes. Yes. Okay. And Mace Windu, the only reason Mace Windu had a purple lightsaber is because during the massive battle scene in that movie, he wanted to be able to tell where he was in the massive fight scene. Yeah. So he asked if he could have a purple lightsaber yeah. and they granted it. Yeah. I mean, it could have been any color. You know why he really yeah. picked purple. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jody, he acted just like Samuel Jackson, too, in the Star Wars movie. I'm Samuel Jackson. I have a lightsaber. I'm a Jedi, motherfucker. I'm a Jedi, motherfucker. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so do you guys have any guilty pleasure shows? Shows that you go to that people think are is like ridiculous to watch, but you watch it anyway. I I, you know, I have for, to for all the for all the guys and girls who listen to like watch love and hip hop and all that stupid shit. This is what I'm talking. About. Well, my my roommate he watches Glee. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, well, I don't watch Glee. I watched. Okay. Glee. All right. I I have a show and I'm ashamed. That I watch this show. I don't know why I'm fucking addicted to it. Is it crazy No, no, it's, it's not that bad. It's fuck it's not y'all bad. niggas, yo. Fuck y'all niggas. <laughs> and yes, I am a Grey's Anatomy fan, and I also watch Glee. Watched it. I mean, after Corey Montez died, unfortunately, I just didn't feel the the show was the same anymore. 
it wasn't the same, but I finished because I did the same shit with Smallville and I did the same shit with Heroes. Heroes was fucking amazing and they ruined it. I don't know what the fuck yo guys are talking about and ER was better. You never saw Heroes? No. Save the children. No, 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 save I, the no, no, I watched Heroes. I'm talking about Cory Monteith. Oh, okay. uh, Cory Monteith, uh, he played uh, Finn on Glee and he died of an overdose. Ah. Glee has a curse around it. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if you knew this, but mm-hmm. Glee, there, there is something called the Glee curse, kind of like the Power Rangers curse, where Power Rangers have died over the years. Glee has had members that have fallen apart over the years. Bro, you have, and uh, crazy stuff. Yeah, what? you have uh, Naya Rivera. Naya Rivera, who committed suicide, it appears, because she drowned in a lake with on a canoe. Very strange. Wait, wait. Uh, then you have Mark Sailing, who played Finn's best friend Noah in the show. Got caught with child pornography and committed suicide. Wait, uh, okay, I'm so confused right Can now. I'm so confused. How do you know the chick killed herself and her got out of the canoe or boat and went into the water and was never seen again? Do you know how hard it is to kill yourself by trying to drown yourself? It's very hard. Your body tries. To Why make- would she get out of the canoe? There I mean, was no logical maybe she reason. had like a seizure while she was down there. I don't fucking know. I'm just saying, it is really hard to kill yourself. Yeah, but they handled it as uh, an accidental drowning. It wasn't, uh, well, but who knows? It could have been covered up. But... Wait, I mean, wait, know. I am so confused and fascinated at the same time. Let me, okay, so let me, <laughs> let me put this in perspective. Look at that. Mike's interested in uh, So you guys are telling me that a show when people are doing nothing but fucking dancing and singing has an exorcist curse. Basically, I mean, think about basically. It. Think about it. Power Rangers had it too. Power Rangers had multiple people die. And Power Rangers is about heroes who are teenagers. And that shit happens. But yeah, basically, I mean, there's a lot of shit that has gone around. I mean, Leah Michelle just got uh, gas trouble supposedly for uh, being racist and being, you know, all these different things on set. Her and Naya didn't get on. There's a lot of shit behind the scenes, bro. It's very, very fucking. Nice. You know what's kind of funny? I could, I, I, I already peeped that she was a bitch behind the scenes. Like she just has that look, like she's a complete fucking bitch to people. Yeah, she does. She, she does. She does. Yeah. She can sing her ass off, and that made her very attractive to me because she could sing like she could sing like no other. But the hottest chick on that show to me was Diana Agra. Yes. Yep. Like, she got sexier as the show went on. And you probably have seen her before, Mike, because she's been on multiple movies. She was in the movie The Number Four. She was the blonde chick. Not the blonde chick who was badass like him. The one that he was interested from high school. Uh, I just Googled her, and yes, I have seen her. And yes, I do agree with your assessment that you just... Uh, yeah, she's gorgeous. She's She's a beauty. And she can sing her ass off pretty well, too. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, so Glee is definitely a guilty pleasure, and it has some interesting behind-the-scenes shit, which I thought was cool. Um, Grey's Anatomy, I can't explain for right now. All right, all right, all right, I, okay, I'm gonna, I'll reveal my guilty pleasure. Okay, and let me, let me just defend myself. Watch it be stupid. No, don't defend yourself before (laughs) Okay, all right. Say the show and spit it out, Mike. What's your guilty pleasure? fucking Big Brother. The reality show. Okay, good. Not actually fucking your big brother. <laughs> oh, hell no. Dude. Oh, man. <laughs> hey, man, we're talking about guilty pleasures. The, and you okay. It All right. 
So I that one, and I like weird ass shit. Like I've watched Dawson's Creek the entire thing. Oh, I've never seen that though. I've never seen that. Uh, DOC's worse. Don't no, I'm me. not judging you. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying I didn't get a chance to see uh, Dawson. Is that his name in the show? Okay. Yeah. And it's his, okay, it's his Greek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've watched a lot of those things. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. So one of my boys, this was like, I want to say this was when I was like 21 or 20. One of my boys was like, you know what show you need to watch on Netflix? And I'm like, what show? He goes, you should watch the show called. Uh, oh, Wizards of Wizardly Place. Yes. The Witches of Wizardly Place. So my friend's. Recommend my friend at twenty years old was like, "Yo, you oh, definitely the, watch the Witches of Wizard Wizardry Place. It's a great the show. The Wizards, really? My bad. It's the Wizards, the Wizards of Wizardry Place. The, the Wizards of Witch, uh, Wizardry Place, but not a bad show. I enjoyed it. It was a. You know what kids show still cracks me up? Uh, SpongeBob. I don't. They, I never. There's some. I liked it for a little bit, but I got at like the, there's, I there's a lot that. of hidden adult humor in SpongeBob. Yeah, you know, you know why that is, right? It was originally meant to be sold to MTV as an adult show. Really? I didn't know that. Yeah. SpongeBob is technically gay. Oh, that's kind of a given. That's kind of a given. And then, <laughs> it's kind of a given. I think everyone knew that SpongeBob was gay at some point. <laughs> well, I mean, I think they announced it too. I'm pretty sure like Nickelodeon was like something about the LGBTQ community. <laughs> I, that I like how they had to make an announcement to confirm whether and, he's but they gay use or not. SpongeBob as like the person who's gay. I was like, that's weird. Like, I'm sure the kids, the kids give it a shit whether he's gay or not. I'm sure it's just the parents. Like, is he gay? Huh? I wonder if this imaginary cartoon character is is out of the closet. You know what's made me laugh even harder though? People were up in arms about it. Uh, and I get it. You like don't force, you know. Don't force things onto kids. Let them learn things over time. They'll they'll learn all of this. They'll, and I get it. You're trying to get ahead, yeah, of, but, the, uh, ahead of the curve and make it more of a normal Yeah, but it, it wasn't like SpongeBob was sucking a dick. Like on the, <laughs> on the show. You know, I, I mean, I, I didn't see Patrick's dick pop out and SpongeBob say, like, ooh, that's a nice dick, Patrick. You know? <laughs> Hey Mike, is this your first time running this one? No, I'm just not... <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it looks like, like he's down in the mirror. Like, no it doesn't make any sense to me. Like a parent saying, "Oh man, I don't like this show. It's forcing gay values." And it's like, dude, he hasn't mentioned anything about gay acts. I don't understand. No, not at all. But I mean, I do understand it when there's like, there's a let's say a kid show and. They force a character in there that's gay that doesn't necessarily carry the plot any further than just being gay. I get that. Right, right. Okay. Right. Like they, there are parents who feel uncomfortable with that. There are parents who feel like that's not appropriate. Which where there are people who are like, let's normalize this because this is part of our community. Actually, we actually well, that's a good that's a good uh, kind of question segue though. As far as like a parent, like. Okay, what do you want to expose your kids to, and what are you not comfortable exposing your kids to at that point? You know, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, I think it depends on the yeah. age. What about you, right? Because I know you you must kind of struggle with that at times. With what? With whether like you're comfortable with Ali seeing something 
at a certain age or whether she should or should not be exposed to something? Yeah. Yeah, like right now, um, she's still at that age. Like I wanna I wanna introduce her to the Simpsons, but she's not at that age yet mm-hmm. for it. Yeah, doesn't that suck though? You're you're like, man, but, I want my kids to start watching this, but I, I know it's not. <laughs> I know she, I know they're not ready. No, nah. and I I don't want it to ha- happen to me because you know I started watching like shows like South Park and stuff when I was like ten, me eleven too. years old, <laughs> and I wish I didn't. <laughs> I wish. I... <laughs> I mean, I'm right there with you. I remember watching Beavis and Butthead. Uh, Daria, all those yeah. TV hey, shows. My, and my parents fucked me up, man. You know what they let me watch when I was like eight or nine? Fucking Tales from the Crypt on HBO. I love Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> Tales from the Crypt bro. was so fucking good, bro. Love, bro, it was so good. Hey, you want to hear something funny, though? You know what show used to scare me as a kid? I used to cry and my mom used to put it on. Unsolved Me, Bro! What? <laughs> bro. That fucking voice, always at the end, and we still haven't caught the killer. He can still be out there. I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm next. <laughs> Why would you watch a show where you, know, like, they're literally telling you what happened? I know. I don't, I don't understand, man. A, that, that, like, you're literally learning about people who can harm you, potentially, and that are still capable of harming you. Like, I'd rather, I, I don't know if I'd want to know. I didn't, I didn't ever got into the unsolved thing. I was I did love Tales from the Crypt and I did love uh Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah, that was, those are good shows. I mean I mean Tales from the Crypt was a good show, which is not good to watch at eight or nine years old because it scared the fuck out of you. But it was a good show. <laughs> Later on when I started watching it. And Are You Afraid of the Dark was one of my favorite Nickelodeon shows. Which proves that Nickelodeon's not the same anymore. Uh, they don't have the same kind of shows unless we're too fucking old. Well, you got to remember, they're not trying to appeal to us. They're trying to appeal to kids. So it changes. Like, I, I just saw that. I didn't know this. Um, I saw Animaniacs was on Hulu. And I got super excited because I thought they were going to be giving me the old episodes of Animaniacs. And I was like, I want to watch that. But no, Hulu bought the rights to Animaniacs and is now making their own Animaniacs series. They are? Yeah. And I'm, I'm like, I want to see it because I want to see what they do with it. But at the same time, I'm like, those are classic characters to me, and if you screw this up, I'm going to be pissed. It's kind of like the Disney remakes. That's how I felt when I was watching Lion King. I didn't dislike the Lion King. I thought it was a solid movie. Um, I didn't dislike it, but it was, well, it's kind of impossible to top the, the original anyway. To be fair, from a visual standpoint, it topped the original. No, of course, yeah. Um, from an acting standpoint, it was solid, solid delivery. Uh, Donald Glover did a great job. Beyonce was solid. Uh, luckily, there wasn't too much of her. Um, I don't think she's the best actress. Yeah. But I, I feel like the, the movie was good. It's just hard to beat a nostalgic thought. And The Lion King will always be a movie that you remember as a cartoon not a live action movie but i think in terms of just bringing back the originals and making them live action disney has done an amazing job i feel like they've delivered they've delivered well because i thought cinderella was a well-made movie lion king was well made i haven't seen dumbo yet but i'm intrigued i haven't i haven't seen dumbo i haven't seen Dumbo yet but and i haven't seen lady and the tramp either 
I never saw the original anyway. That's why I wasn't really appealed to watch mm -hmm. it. Oh, I, I did see the original. And then to me, their best remake uh, of the classics was Beauty and the Beast. Beauty and the Beast delivered very well. Hey, Ray, you still there? Oh, no, no. Hey, I was just saying that Dumbo, it's the visuals is dope, but the movie's depressing as fuck. It's Tim Burton. Yeah. It's Tim Burton, man, yeah. Well, the story itself is a depressing story. It really is. But I can't hate on Tim Burton, though. I love Tim Burton. Great director. Yeah. Wait. So, hey, race. Uh, we didn't get to your sh show. So, what's your guilty show? All right, bro. So, I already said, um, you know, Glee, uh, Grey's Anatomy. When it comes to reality show, bro, uh, one show that I, <laughs> I, I critique the shit out of it, but I enjoy watching it, watching it at the same time. And I know it drives my wife crazy because she's trying to enjoy it, and I be critiquing the shit out of it. It's 90 Day Fiance. But that shit's hilarious as fuck. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I flipped it on and watched it a couple times. I can never get into those kinds. Especially the dude with the the fat neck. What the fuck's his name? <laughs> um, Big Ed. Big Ed. There you go. Because uh, I was curious after seeing all the memes. I was like, what the fuck is this all about? And after seeing Big Ed, I was like, this is some interesting shit. But that, but that's it. I've only watched like a couple episodes. You know what Johnny just got done watching, but I haven't seen it yet, and I won't watch it. I don't, I don't have any intrigue, interest in seeing it ever. Honestly, is the the Tiger King? Oh, that's a good <laughs> fucking. Thing. It is, bro. Dude, it is. You have to watch it, bro. <laughs> I have bro, no interest in it, bro. No. Okay, interest. well, Carlos, Carlos, hear me I out. Don't... Hear me out. Okay. Everyone's tried to explain this show. It to me, bro. This no show is so fucking crazy that I don't think like Hollywood Oscar writers can create this fucking <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> a gay, gun-toting, right-wing, <laughs> mullet-wearing, bleach, like with makeup. That all Johnny thought. Johnny thought it was a mockumentary. I'm like, no, that's real. Country people. singer. Like, no, it's <laughs> Oh, well, that's right. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then his biggest enemy is like this fucking <laughs> <laughs> fucking Carol Baskins. <laughs> Flower, flowers in her hair. Done killed her husband. Fed him to tigers. Like, I'm like think about think that. about like the gayest redneck guy you can think of going against like a hillbilly Hillary Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's uh, pretty much what it is. Like, and and it's there's so many layers to this craziness that I'm just like, what? Everybody was bro. Like, Fuck yes. And then his and then his boyfriend shoots himself then, in I the face. I don't understand why the, why the You got someone's boyfriend shot himself in the face. Yes. Yeah. But who wasn't gay? He said he no. He's like no. I'm not, I'm yeah, not gay. I'm, I'm not gay. I'm, I'm just gay, fucking but I'm gonna guys. shoot myself in the face. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, it doesn't shoot if you don't got a clip. Oh God! So, oh man, I I remember watching. I I remember watching. You saw the kid's face. No, I didn't see his face. No, I... the kid's face when he saw that boy, like. Oh yes, face. that that yes. He gave you the Deadpool with the yes. hands on your face. Yeah, that that was some crazy shit. Yeah, well, he didn't say that again. You know. I didn't. I didn't see that part. What, what part was it? Okay, so remember uh, the campaign manager? The, yeah. The, the little chubby kid? <laughs> a redneck campaign manager <laughs> that works at a tiger park. 
<laughs> Bro, and by the way, all right. Got- so that guy mm-hmm. was being recorded while the other one shot his head. So you don't get to see um, the the husband shoot himself, but you get to see the reaction, like real time, of the guy who witnessed the shooting. He was the only one there. And for whatever reason, that made him stick around because before that, his opinion of Tiger King guy wasn't all that high. Okay, so it took the guy to shoot himself in the face for him to be like, this is a place where I need to stay. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. This is my my place. Yeah. Hey, did did you guys hear uh, they're making a Tiger King movie and who's going to play him? No, who's going to play him? Nicholas Cage. Cage. Get the fuck out of here. Nah, stop. No, I made swear it. To God. You know who? Nah, you know who? You know who would have been a perfect um Tiger King? Johnny Depp. Who? Johnny Depp. <laughs> David Ch- <laughs> That's- I disagree. Uh, you know who I thought of immediately? David Spade. No, no, no. But I'm talking about serious. David Spade can't be serious. Okay, David Spade. You don't know that. You didn't think. You didn't think Adam Taylor could do serious. Or maybe even Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> they, David no, Spade is too it. smart and all too right, self-aware. All right, let's get them tigers out. Right, all right. David Spade would would play it like fucking Joe Dirt. Like, is this queer? Is this queer? I'm like, no. <laughs> hey, Matthew McConaughey taking them tigers out. Like, mm-hmm. you're my sister. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's weird? Okay. So, Mike, I used to watch regularly when I worked front desk, I, and it wasn't because I was bored. I genuinely was interested. I mean, the girls were hot too, so I mean, it made it it made it easier to watch. But God, <laughs> um, I would never. I would fucking top model. Never. Uh, now, nah. uh, so you think you could dance? Oh, that's I. That's that's decent. I I because uh, I, I saw that a couple of times, and there's. You know, bro, the hip hop people that they get on that show, I just like it. You know why I like it? Because they literally get dancers who are well trained and dancers who taught themselves and are just really good dancers. And they make them dance all different types of styles that they've never learned. And it's essentially about how well can you adapt? And it gives you some really sick ass performances. Well, you see, that's a show that has talent on there. Okay. See the Joe. You know, I think Carlos used to be in the room practicing his dance moves and shit. Like I could do that. Think I could dance. Now I'm older with with some retros <laughs> when retrospect that I can now tell that I'm not that good. Mike, when did you ever think you could dance, bro? When we used to get Spanish clubs, remember? I used to I, Nah man, nah, I to, get out of here, bro. Get out of here. I used to think I could the dance. Last time, bro, girl took you on the dance floor. They took you off the floor and sat you down and they gave you water. And somebody was like, give him milk. Give him milk. He looked like he was That's having a name. seizure. He looked like he was having an upward epileptic seizure. He was just like, I was like, nah, bro. <laughs> Get him milk. Fan of like the, the road rules challenges and shit? Yes. And I like the physical competition ones. Like, I was obsessed with, uh, and this was a guilty pleasure. If it came back on TV, I'd be on it. Um, I would be the fat ass who's eating food watching The Biggest Loser. Dude, that's like watching it, watching it, and not be that fat ass. It was like, if I gained enough weight, I could definitely win this competition. 
Yeah. That's exactly how I felt, bro. I'm going to win this. That's how I felt, bro. I was like, like, if I could get the, you know, just the right kind of fat, (laughs) I could definitely win this competition. These people aren't in shape enough to do this, but I still play basketball here and there. (laughs) No joke. You can tell, man. I watch um like the Osbournes when they were when they was on reality. Oh yeah, because I, I definitely that. did. Yes, I I actually found it intriguing. I watched the Osbournes. I I enjoyed. I thought it. it was hilarious. Sharon, Sharon, <laughs> bro. I could never, could never understand. understand. I could never understand what Ozzy was saying, but yeah. I felt the it was flavor of love. Yes, I did, bro. No. <laughs> oh man, how is there twenty five girls that want to be with Flavor Flav? None of them want to be with Flavor Flav. They just want their fifteen minutes. In yes, the spotlight. exactly. Even if it's a mediocre ass life, bro, Mike. But uh, romantic comedy. Oh, I thought you were gonna say RuPaul Drag Race. <laughs> <laughs> no. yeah, he romantic, romantic comedies, bro. I love fucking romantic comedies, bro. They're fucking great. They're enjoyable. They're simple. What's your favorite rom com? Oh, that's tough. <laughs> that's a tough one. That was <laughs> Carlos was so intrigued by that. He's like, ooh. <laughs> like, oh, that's how I feel. That's, that's how I feel me. when I see Krispy Kreme. Ooh, red, red lights on. <laughs> oh man, when I red lights or on. Or me with chicken strong. nuggets. Like, oh, like, oh, they came out with a new nugget. Oh, like, oh. Your favorite rom com? Favorite rom com. You know which one I really, for some reason, I thought it was hilarious, and I really enjoyed. She's out of my league. I That's knew you were going to say that. That's Solid a good choice. one. It's such a good It's such Solid a good romantic. It is. It is, bro. Especially the dude that loves Harlem notes. Yeah, <laughs> your kiss is on my list. I say your kiss, your kiss. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, it's got a lot of classic yeah. lines in there. TSA, no, motherfucker. It's a so so my <laughs> you know I'm so crazy. my favorite you know this from the break room. <laughs> my favorite is uh the wedding singer. Oh, that's classic. Classic, classic. I mean, you could go guilty pleasure movies mm-hmm. and TV shows, right? That... What are some guilty pleasure songs? Good vibrations. Good vibrations. <laughs> I mean, boy band immediately comes to mind for me. Uh, you know, listening to like a little in sync or backstreet um, boys back in the day, you know, that would be like a, a guilty pleasure song. Okay, well, I uh, actually have a guilty pleasures playlist, so I'm gonna read a couple of them from here. So, Rain on Me by Lady Gaga, <laughs> <laughs> Famous Friends by Chris Young and Kane Brown, uh, a positions. Uh, Nick Jonas, Jealous, Gone by NSYNC, Everybody by Backstreet Boys. Uh, and then there's there's two more that I know you guys are going to be shit about. St. Elmo's Fire by John Parr. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> What is that? The K-pop that, band. That Korean boy band. That K-pop band. That... 
Oh, I really? I've never listened to that. Well, I'm sure you heard this song because it's on the radio all the fucking time. I don't listen to the radio. Uh, well, you heard it somewhere because this shit's like the number one nah. song everywhere. It's I don't know why, but I like that fucking song. Don't she? And that's all I'm going to say about it. So since I'm a father of a little girl, we listen to Ariana Grande a lot because that's her favorite artist, and I actually think she's dope. Um, a Kane Brown song that I can't get out of my head right now. Feature uh, and uh, um, Man, yeah, the song artist. is dope, bro. The song is dope. Like it's a dope song. Um, uh, another guilty pleasure that I have, I love Elton John. Like I just love Elton John. Elton yeah, music, he's, man. He's, he's probably sampled a lot more than other artists. No, you know who's actually? I think is the most sampled. I mean, I, I, um, one of the most sampled is Billy Joel. Actually, that's a good. That's a good point. Billy Joel samples pretty much everywhere. Who cool. Billy Joel? Uh, State of mind. Yeah, that's. True. No, that's that's uh, Sinatra. No, but, wait, um, no, that's no. The, the <laughs> most sample Joe song is that you ought to know by now. Uh, yeah, that's true. Man, he's I think okay, underrated artist. Hold on, no, 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 no. New York State of I Mind, Sinatra. I'm in the New York I'm State of sure Mind. No, New York, New York. No, Billy Joe made I gotta check a song called New no, York he's State right. of Mind. Carlos. Because he's right. I mean, I'm 100% yeah, it, right. It's, it's Billy Joel. Bro, you know how I know this? You know how I know this? And the damn song. And oh. it's Billy Joel. When Leah Michelle was performing in college, and the other girl was performing to get onto the Glee Club. That's how much I've watched that show before. Not anymore. How many but, times but, have you? I have a complaint. About what? You told me to watch the show Comedy, right? Comedy or, is awesome. Yeah, whatever the fuck it's called. Watching the show, and I'm little by little falling in love. It took me episode 16 for me to say, okay, I like this show. You know? How it got lazy, but I couldn't finish it. You and know I know why that happens, right? Three seasons, the show was run by the creator. Dan Harmon ran seasons one through three. Season four... The I guess NBC and Dan Harmon weren't agreeing on things, so they pulled Dan Harmon from the creative portion of the show. He's still season five, he came back, and then season six is a shit show because that's the one where Yahoo bought him, I think. And it, it looked like a like a PR put in a soft porn <laughs> movie, like that's the quality of the film. What? All right, that's a good place to wrap it up. Ladies and gentlemen, we want to say thank you so much for listening to Excuse Me, You're in the Way podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Excuse Me Podcast Official. As a special treat at the end of the year, our last episode, we will be doing Never Have I Ever. There, you can even send us a voice message link letting us know what you think of the show. If you've ever had a weird Never Have I Ever scenario, let us know. Send it over. And if we think it's weird too, we might even feature it on the show.